0: okay uh welcome to yet another episode of starfleet boy um where we have a casual and informal discussion about star trek the next generation and today's episode is going to be angel one yes i'm going to move a mic this mic here all right angel one all right i'm joined by the doctor
1: (laughs) a very disappointed doctor
0: don't be disappointed doctor (laughs) it's going to be a
1: short episode
0: Okay, very good. So, right off the bat, I think you're establishing that you did not enjoy this episode, Angel One.
1: It sucks.
0: Okay, cool. So, I'm going to give the summary, (laughs) and then we're going to dive right into why Angel One sucks. By the way... I don't know uh, what
1: you're going to summarize, because nothing happens in this episode. Go ahead.
0: So, the... (laughs) So I have a different opinion than The Doctor, and so this might get a little heated, so I want to also just let you know that we're the best of friends, and sometimes really good friends argue, and uh, uh, hopefully we can keep it civilized, Doctor. All right, so, uh, (laughs) Angel One is, uh, The Doctor's right in a sense, it's not an episode that's about anything um, too important. Uh, by today's standards because we've come a long way since this episode (laughs) aired, Um, although there is still a struggle. Um, I think this was a political, what I call a political episode. It was like a commentary on the state of uh, current affairs and when this episode aired in the 80s there were a lot of issues about how women are treated in the workplace and how women are treated in society in general and those issues as we know still continue today um but angel one was addressing i think like trying to address maybe it failed Come uh <laughs> this same issue by turning turning it on its head so the enterprise crew are on their way to this planet uh in the beginning of the episode after they they discovered the i think the uh missing uh spaceship uh, an earth you know vessel but not not associated with the Federation or with Starfleet, um, and then they uh, find out that um, there were three or four escape pods jettisoned um, uh, while when the, before the spaceship went down and was destroyed, and they determined from that that. Um, the spaceship is going to, uh, the, I mean, sorry, the escape uh, pods landed on this planet, Angel One. And the Federation hasn't had a lot of contact with Angel One. It's considered a planet that's kind of still developing. It's uh, They compare it to the 21st century Earth, which is funny because we're now in the 21st century. And this so it would be kind of like, their society is kind of like uh, a more advanced version of ours mm-hmm. um, and on this planet there happened to be it happens to be ruled by an oligarchy not it's a de- democratic I think they call it a constitutional or a democratic oligarchy which is yeah. yeah. so very few very few run run the state of the planet and so it's six um, six women oh by the way I failed to mention that the entire society of the planet is dominated by women so it's like Ah uh, women are the are the uh, hunters and gatherers, and men were the foragers and took care of children. so it's all it's the opposite of earth. Um, anyways, the uh, oligarchy is ruled by six um, mistresses who are very, uh, you know tall and and beautiful by our earthly standards. Would you say, doctor, Doctor?
1: Yes. The, mis-
0: mistre- <laughs> the mistresses were beautiful, weren't they?
1: You know who one of them was? And who's, who's that? <laughs> for years, I like, guess I remember this, watching this episode originally and thinking, God, I know that girl. Is it Connie and... Selica? No. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Um, I know who Connie Selica is. Uh, it's the girl from Knight Rider. <gasps> one who. Oh,
0: Whoa! Mistress April. Yeah. I mean, no, Mistress Ariel. I
1: know, the second her...
0: girl. Ariel. Bonnie. Bonnie, right, right, right. Well, You're Bonnie, right. I is is right.
1: I don't know what her name was on on, on, on Angel <laughs> One, but Bonnie was was the one who was uh, married secretly to the, uh, the 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 guy that crashed on Angel One. And for years, I'm like, God, who is that girl? I've seen her. And she's a,
0: by the way, she's a lady. Just, lady. Yes, yeah. she's a lady. Oh. Yes.
1: And uh, oh my gosh, yeah, she's. She's something else. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's exciting for me to realize who that actress is. And I, I suppose we should, since we have brought it up early, we should go ahead and take a visit to our favorite uh, database, the L Cars. Here, we're going to <laughs> we're going to go back to our Starfleet records here. What are we looking? And look, at? the name of Bonnie, the actual name of the actress who plays Mistress Ariel. Oh okay. um, who is let's see here. So that would be Patricia McPherson. Yeah. And uh the guy who plays Ramsey is a cool actor too. His name is Sam Hennings He looks like uh today he looks like older Daniel Craig. And Karen Montgomery plays Mistress Biata, who I didn't know her as an actress, but I bet there were a lot of people who did um, <laughs> anyways now that we're excited about Bonnie from Night Rider cuz that is pretty exciting i'll continue with the uh, the little thing so it turns out that um, the federation has kind of not really been interested in this planet but they hope that someday they because could it's be boring. <laughs> it boring. Is bo- by federation standards you're absolutely right it's a boring planet you know they're they're not quite over there kind of uh, uh, very tribal ways of leading, and uh, yeah, if they join the federation, there'd be a lot of conflict. Like if uh, you know, in 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 Star Trek world, in Star Trek future, uh, men and women are completely equal, and there's no there's no difference other than physiological or physical um, <clears throat> differences. But just like with any differences, humans work 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 shit out. They're like, we're just gonna get things done. We're gonna travel to new worlds and new civilizations, and we're not gonna bother ourselves with petty, petty stuff, right? Don't you think,
1: <laughs> dude? This episode was boring. <laughs> nothing happens. Okay, so the nothing that <laughs> you're the <I> nothing summary. It's so boring.
0: The nothing that you... wait, but there's, some... <laughs> there,
1: there's there... Let me finish there. for you. Let me finish it for you. They beamed down to a planet. Chicks rule. Riker uh, sleeps with with one of the women. Um, they uh, there's a uh, a virus from the holodeck. Pretty cool stuff. Virus from the holodeck. Everyone gets sick, including Worf, who has supersonic sneezing powers. <laughs> echo throughout the ship, and um, Picard loses his voice and i don't know they they, they somehow they, they riker convinces the main people that oh don't kill this guy and they exile them to some island and that's it nope, that's it And they have been back to the enterprise And picard is he's a little horse and and everyone's cured no one thinks oh my god a virus from the holodeck
0: okay so the it's... your your summary is
1: so okay so right, listen And it was from a snowball, right? You know, there's no... Wesley threw a snowball at Picard and everybody got sick.
0: There's no uh, space battles or anything like that in this episode. It's a more cerebral. It's a more cerebral episode. There was the looming threat of a Romulan attack on a Starbase. That was kind of cool. We haven't seen the Romulans yet, so but we're hearing about them. I didn't see them. No, but we're going to – you know we're going to see the Romulans in a really great
1: okay, – I want the episode where you see the Romulans, <laughs> not where people get sick on the Enterprise and they're like, oh, we have to get better because we have to see the Romulans. Okay, but could you find
0: anything redeeming? No. <laughs> we like to talk about redeemable qualities, right? No, nothing.
1: <laughs> nothing redeem. Geordi was put in charge of the Enterprise. That's how <laughs> – Sad this episode is. Hey, that was a cool moment.
0: And I like the I like the moment where um where Worf uh Jordy's about to go and uh uh respond to some kind of emergency in engineering and he realizes that if he leaves the bridge, no one else will be in command. Uh and so Worf, you know I also enjoy I thought the episode was humorous. I thought it developed a lot you know, Riker putting on that that ridiculous looking sexy outfit that was funny the interaction between he and Tasha so
1: forced, the humor no I mean, I, the, the, the the way they were laughing was so forced it was just like wow. oh let's laugh <laughs> okay
0: but don't you think on a on a hmm like
1: I't seen Riker wear crazier outfits
0: <laughs> well he describes I mean, there's a lot there's also a lot of like references to other Like other things like Riker talks about um, how at some diplomatic function he had to wear furs and in another one he had to wear feathers and, you know. (laughs) We do. I do. I love that stuff. You know I love that stuff. You got to have – you can't have every episode mean – you can't save the – you can't save the universe. You know what you sound like? You sound like a Hoovian. I am a huviot. <laughs> I know. In Doctor Who, something terrible that's going to destroy the universe happens in every single episode. That's every, not true. No, it's, that's true. Not, I it's Do- not true. I love Doctor that's Who. I love Doctor Who, but the universe is at risk every single
1: episode. No, and now you're Mr. hive. No one is at risk in these are
0: hive. <laughs> and now you're addicted to having these epic episodes. No. I just want
1: something interesting. I mean, it was it was boring, the conversations that Riker had with that um, the mistress, it was just mistress Piata, whatever. It was just it was just like like it was just boring. I was like, who cares? You know that this lady is not going to execute these people, and then the reveal of the um of the whatever the the rebel, the one guy who's it's a one man rebellion. I didn't see who the other people were, but that one guy, um. It was the reveal was just like like Tasha's all like, oh, you know she's in like phaser mode, and he's like, "Hi, you want some coffee?" I'm like <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just like the episode was bad, really, really bad. It was Doc- boring. It had no momentum. <laughs> it had no pacing. It had no interesting cinematography. Like the last episode that we saw, I had. Some what are you rip-
0: talking about? The scene where. Uh, Riker and Mr. Spiata are making out and then it fades to the campfire at Ramsey's camp. It's so it's so indicative. So <laughs> that was really good. What I thought was that was saying? Although it did read kinda like a soap opera. And I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was weird transition because did you see how Data was looking at Ramsey in that scene where he's standing behind Ramsey? Did you happen was to notice?
1: Data oh, that's right. Data- <laughs> I don't know, it was so boring, I forgot. When when did you, okay, when did you watch this episode? I watched it like two hours ago. It was absolutely forgettable. (laughs) What I do remember is that Picard, Picard, okay, when they're getting to the planet, Picard is like, oh, this planet is run by women. Troy, why don't you speak to that? I'm like, what? What about Tasha? is actually wearing a frickin' uniform. Troy, <laughs> I don't know what the hell is <laughs> She doesn't even wear a Starfleet uniform. She, she just she... wears, like, a <laughs> uniform or something. I, I'm like, why do they give Troy things to do <laughs> when she has, serves no freaking purpose on the brain? <laughs> Counselor no. Troy is awesome in the... <laughs>
0: You know, in in, in but, but you raise uh, a good point. Why doesn't she? You raise a really good point. Why doesn't she wear a uniform if she's an enlisted? Know. Because they want to
1: show off her boobs. <laughs> That's the only reason. That's uh, The only reason. It, it's really, <laughs> you know, so Star, yeah. Starfleet doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Starfleet does. If
0: if anyone wants to show off their boobs, it's actually Counselor Troy because she's she's allowed to show her individual freedom if she wants to show her boobs off she can you know within a, an an appropriate context
1: <clears throat> next generation <laughs> just, just continue i don't could know you, what you want to say about something. Could you, I, what if what would what, would what would be like? the original plot by the way
0: yeah it actually i'd I do, but can I just ask you another question? What would Starfleet do if, like, let's say, the bridge crew of one of their starships suddenly decided they wanted to be nudists?
1: <laughs> Only you would think that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, I don't would know.
0: Great, <laughs> that would make a great. That uh, would make a great late-night Star Trek series <laughs> on HBO or Showtime or Cinemax. That's the channel. All right. Anyways. Okay. What what was originally planned for this this awesome episode?
1: (laughs) Once again, I'm reading from Star Trek Next Generation Companion. Mm -hmm. Heavy rewrites changed Patrick Barry's original story, a direct action-filled allegory, on apartheid. So it had nothing to do with women's issues. It was apartheid they were trying to address. Very cool. Using the sexes instead of the races to make its point... In the original, Riker beams down with an otherwise all-female away team and stops the leader, Victoria, from stricken him. Tasha immediately phaser-stuns Riker to prevent his on-the-spot execution by the natives. Uh, Data, with his machine nature, is held in higher esteem than Riker. Uh, and also, later on, it says that originally the only person who was going to be sick on the Enterprise was going to be Captain Picard. Mm. Um... And uh, yeah, even the people who made the show think it sucks.
0: What? What do you mean? Yeah. Some of the uh, so some of that survived though, like the the um. Uh, Mistress Beata constantly uh is saying to Riker that he's way smarter than she thought he would be, which is so terrible to say to someone. And um, yeah, Riker takes it takes it pretty well. Um also did you not think that Jonathan Frake's acting was great at the end when he gives that speech? I thought that speech was so excellent.
1: No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh we're we're ge- 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 very very easily entertained,
0: sir. We're man. genuinely in disagreement here. I'm so surprised. Yeah. Usually usually we're we're in there's much more accord between us. Um
1: <laughs> well, this is where your your mistress absolute, doctor you're, you're, you know you have blinders when it comes to next generation. And, oh man! And and this this is where you know you and audience. I
0: emerge. audience we're getting personal now because I have blinders.
1: Yes, when it comes to next generation, yes, I I remember you praising many an episode that I think sucks.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know, I. I admit that there you know, I admit that there is a lot of uh love in my heart for Star Trek the Next Generation, so it's very hard uh for them to do wrong. But I do, you know, I do think there are episodes that are bad, but not for, like that, you know. You don't think this is one of them? What's that? You don't think this is one of them? I think this one's a solid good episode. It's not a great episode. It's just good. It's a good episode.
1: No.
0: But I wouldn't say it's a bad episode, you know what I mean? Like, there are other episodes. I'm sure more coming that I've already said are
1: are bad episodes. All seasons of them, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, but um, I I, I really struggle to find anything positive to say about this episode.
0: Like, just to give you an idea, uh, my rating for this episode would be three and a half stars. On, fi- on a so five, five, we're just going to go kill. straight
1: to the rating now. Yeah, we well, know. I mean,
0: you're already done.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am done. But I give this a negative nine. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, we're <laughs> on a five. T- oh, wow. Okay, Four well, it's a zero there. This is a zero. This is it's
0: an absolute zero. Wow. Well, zero. I know you're looking forward to the next episode, which is. Oh, the is bin- it the, binar one? the binars? Yeah, one, one, zero, zero, one, zero, one, one, zero.
1: Now, mind you. I saw that, let me just put this, the viewing of this episode into context. Okay. I had just seen one of the best Next Generation episodes, which is right before, which is Data Lore. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in preparation for, I thought maybe we'd do a DS9, I saw two very good episodes of DS9. I saw The
0: The Passenger, I think.
1: And then I saw Move Along Home. So I was like on this really, I was on this trek high. And then I get to this crap, and I'm like, wow, this is really, really nauseously bad. I would love
0: the audience to share moments of a trek high, because I know what you're talking about. Like, you you did, you went on, yeah, there's no way this episode could have delighted you then. Um, I think you should have watched this one alone, like, by itself. <laughs>
1: I did watch it alone.
0: It sounds like you, you got... Here. It sounds work. like you got Trek fatigue from all the excitement. No, I don't <laughs> you think trek <laughs> that's like four, You watched like four episodes in a row. So?
1: But, I like marathoning stuff. That's true. It was but a I bad didn't... episode. It was a really bad <laughs> episode. I mean, even The Passenger... I would say it was, I mean, it wasn't a great ds episode, but it was a very good one. It, it was enjoyable. It's something that if it's on TV, I wouldn't mind tuning in. But there's no reason for me to tune in. Right, watch like it.
0: if this came on TV, you'd change you change. I
1: the would change channel right away. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's that lucky uh, Angel 1 episode. I mean, it's so boring, they couldn't even come up with a good title. They just said, oh, what's the name of the planet? Oh, we'll just name it after the planet, Angel 1, whatever. We can't even come up with a good title. Like, you couldn't call it War of the Sexes or something? I don't know. Something... I don't know. It was just... The Word of the Mistress? I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Next time on Star Trek, The Word of the Mistress. Actually, I really
1: like that. I, I just thought it was really, really bland. I mean... What did you like about it? Well, I...
0: So, again... As I was saying earlier, what I really liked about it is basically all the exposition. There was a ton of information about, yeah, uh, it's it's what I call like uh, building the world or building the character. Like we had a lot of interesting things happening, and I actually genuinely liked um, the character of Mistress Beata despite her kind of uh, aggressive and you know. Uh, frankly just rude uh she's just completely rude she doesn't like you know she's she's pretty awesome and it just it just begged the question which i really enjoyed uh if she were a man would we excuse her behavior would i have excused her behavior a little more uh based on the 1980s and like that kind of mindset and culture and i think yeah in the 1980s like this was a pretty i thought this was a pretty um uh evocative episode taken into context today it's a little laughable so i'll admit that i was like laughing a lot at some of the uh some of the things that were happening but yeah i don't know that's what i liked about it <laughs> I, don't,
1: <laughs> just... I don't understand what you liked about it. you like that the girl that 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 mistress was yeah was, was... No, i just
0: liked i liked that it was a lot of uh What's like as that what Oh just how like she's kind of saying things that men were saying in the 80s freely and not and getting away with it and people were just making excuses like oh yeah that's just how it is you know and when you see a woman saying those things it's a little shocking cuz that's not how women were, used to act in our society still don't act in our society and now thank goodness men don't act that way uh, more and more men don't act that way um and we're starting to level out like you know kind of like what you would imagine Star Trek being like like the Federation, you know, or the or or uh, Starfleet. You know, people are very considerate. But she's the opposite. She's like completely not like that. And I just like the way the crew navigated this like uh, pretty steamy and like <laughs> it was steamy. It was steamy. She's having sex with Riker. I mean it's like you know, even has... clothes off.
1: What's that? No, but like they're they're Her like... Valet kept interrupting. Knocking <laughs> on the door. Oh, look here. Here's Because he was, was probably that it, he gave her. It was like a was that a I don't even want to say. I mean that crystal and she was like, Oh, how exciting. It's like, some
0: kind of I don't know, and they talk about Aphrodisiacs. Like there's a lot of like imagine like nineteen you know, there's a lot to learn from this episode when you're a kid. <laughs> like, what did you learn? Like, I remember learning the word... Okay, I do remember I didn't know what an aphrodisiac was and this, this episode. <laughs> Taught me what an aphrodisiac was.
1: You did know what one was before. No, when Kirk I don't... Think... Too, when, Kirk, when, M- when Kirk gets those glasses from McCoy, Kirk asks him, What is this, a Klingon aphrodisiac? <laughs> you trying tell me you didn't you didn't know what that was back then? I don't know. What, what is Kirk saying? I know I did. I so, didn't look it up. You when... lie, sir. You <laughs> lie. That's you so good. That. <laughs> Aphrodisic has been used before in Star Trek. So, no. I don't no. know. I don't remember
0: looking it up when I first saw it and Star- When I first heard it in Star Trek Two, but I do remember like the Next Generation was a time when I was going through puberty, so it was like, I was a lot more curious Stop. about it. <laughs>
1: Stop. Stop. Stop.
0: Star Trek: The Next Generation taught me everything I needed to know about sex. <laughs> yeah,
1: go write that book, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is terrible i i don't i don't know anyone who could like this other
0: than you well there you go and there are probably if you, fans and other fans of this show if you like the show please feel free to uh to reach out and let us know you can write to <laughs> starfleetboy at gmail.com or you can just comment directly on the on the youtube
1: i, I even the production design was boring what was that That thing that they had? They had this vase. Oh, you know what? Put okay, so, like, oh, so put the vase in there. Let's disintegrate it. And let's demonstrate the power of this disintegrator. It was just so cheesy. It's like nobody would do that. They would just put him in right away. No one needs to demonstrate the power of the disintegrator. I, mean, it's just like, I
0: think I think if I were her, if I were wow. Mr. Spiata, I probably wouldn't want to kill people. I, it looks like they haven't really uh enacted the death penalty on that planet for a while so it's it's kind of that's why it's such a big deal um but what i was gonna say is that like i'm just speculating at this point but that's what the tension you know seems like in that scene for me anyways but the other thing i i would say is that um you're absolutely right about the production value because they use the same map painting of the city and and star trek this is something that you do a lot um that's what, what, just
1: on book rogers
0: well no that <laughs> it's not that it's not that it's bad that that's bad. Say, it seems like there's like these like uh, you know prefabricated cities that you could just drop into planets because that same city but just a slightly different color is also Bajor. it's also like you know another planet it, it seems like they just use that same cityscape a lot, and they did this for Angel One. It's it's kind of, that's kind of lame. But hey, you know, a million dollars an episode is not enough.
1: <laughs> it, just, it just, it didn't, I don't know. This is not an episode I'd ever seek out to watch. And like I said, if it was on TV, I have nothing to look forward to on this episode. I mean, there was nothing particularly, I thought the whole Picard getting sick I thought that was really just lame. It was it was it was just lame humor. I mean, I'm I'm sure Guldo Scott must have been offended by all the the, the you know uh, Picard, <coughs> you know, just getting his really bad, uh, sick acting. That he, <laughs> you
0: know. it's a respiratory illness. He can hardly breathe. I thought
1: he did a great job. What um, what precedent is there for? A virus that comes out of the holodeck can you explain okay. the virus to me what was wesley threw a snowball at wharf and picard and suddenly everybody gets sick i don't i don't get that how can <laughs> the holodeck not filter out it's not even real it nothing in the holodeck is real it's all replicated well
0: i mean it's replicated but some we've so here here's here Hunter we go, go. <laughs> remember the lipstick stayed on picard after the big goodbye, and we thought that well, was. I weird.
1: assumed that was a that was just a faux pas, an part.
0: error, right? But right. like, let's say you let's say you get a cup of water in the holodeck. Um, when you when you have that cup of water, it's actually something you're probably actually drinking water, and that particular thing is replicated yeah. by the by the same process as the matter replicator, right? right. So it's possible that like somehow. Um, uh, the snowball had like bacteria, like because it said it, so it was. Why repli-
1: would the computer replicate bacteria that is harmful to people on the Enterprise?
0: It may not have realized the computer can't determine whether bacteria is going to be harmful or not. Always, <laughs> what, what if way? to what to if it, when it. when like the snowball hit wharf? It just like uh, it like uh, you know, cl- some Klingon thing. Merged with it and it became because it was, was like the thing a
1: thing about his smell
0: that it smelled it, like a flower on the, on the cleaner. Cling- <laughs> the- that whole thing that that, that <laughs> ah, that it Columbo smells moment. like night blooming tokpa and <laughs> it is so fragrant. And then Picard's like, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> He's just like, no, I don't think so.
1: But what <laughs> was that Columbo moment that Crusher had where she smells it on Picard's chest and? And it's like, oh, was that? And I was like, oh, ooh, oh, it's this, 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 this. And, oh, I'm going to go synthesize a, a cure. I'm like, she what?
0: Sleuth- I thought it was great. She sleuthed it out. Um, Again, I'm going to give you this point in the argument, though. I'm going to agree with you. cologne. I'm going
1: to give <laughs> <Play> <laughs> I not mean- musk. I mean, what the hell, man? There's
0: a lot of references to smell in this episode because they refer to that cologne and then uh, Trent the mistress's uh, main um, assistant comes in and then sprays someone on, on himself and, you know... it's really bad. But yeah. um, I will give you... The, again, I, I will concede, Doctor, that you're right. It, there are a lot of little, um, little plot holes when you trace them back to, like, an, a ship as advanced as the Enterprise, you would think that, like, it could, in fact, filter out uh, pathogens... Um, and then you would also think that, like, the ship could determine, you know, detect particles, airborne particles, and assist the doctor in determining that without her having to smell it on Picard's chest. But hey, then we wouldn't have had that intimate moment where she's giving him soup, and uh, or some kind of really gross concoction that's going to make him feel better. Very uh,
1: intimate,
0: and- yes, sir. It was <laughs> nice. I like that moment. I no comments <laughs> no comment whatsoever. So, so um, I'm done. <laughs> so what's your rating? Zero minus three point five. Um, Angel one. That's our that's our review. Tune in next time for the episode that I think you will like. Much much
1: much much better episode. Which,
0: which will probably redeem the holodeck in in the Doctor's eyes um all right thank you very much oh what the romulans
1: they weren't on the episode
0: no but they're going to be coming soon the romulans are coming
1: you know it wasn't originally going to be the romulans they mentioned oh who was it going to be the ferengi
0: oh they decided to downgrade the ferengi involvement (laughs) ratings
1: failure
0: had ratings weren't as high as expected you know it's funny um seasons back then were made without without releasing and it's still like that today um i think right you still make a whole season you don't like go doctor who finishes the season and then releases it oh this is what i was gonna say seasons were a lot longer back then they were 23 episodes we're going to Season one of Star Trek is 23 episodes. And so there's going to be a lot of ups and downs <laughs> Yeah, on this journey. But Starfleet Boy is committed to getting every episode a proper discussion. I'm not. <laughs> See you next time, Doctor.